You're listening to the I Hate Numbers podcast with Mahmood Reza. The I Hate Numbers podcast mission is to help your business survive and thrive by you better understanding and connecting with your numbers. Number loving care is what it's about. Tune in every week. Now here's your host, Mahmood Reza. Hi folks, it's Mahmood here with another episode of I Hate Numbers. Hope your week's gone as well as it can be in these strange and turbulent times here. We've got a slight change in the programme for this week. Previously, we talked about the jargon and the buzzwords that finance and accounts people throw all over the place. We drilled down, we had an exploration of the balance sheet. We looked at some strange terminology coming out of that, turned it into English, and hopefully we've got to grips with some of those items that float about. I was planning to continue the conversation about buzzwords and keywords and those things that float about but as I said it's been just a mad crazy week. Wherever you are in the world unless you live in Mars the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak whatever you want to call it has had a massive impact on society obviously the sad thing is about deaths the pass away but it's had a dramatic impact on business. My business, my client's business, your business no doubt here and it probably feels like you're in the midst of a financial shitstorm. So what I'm going to talk to you about today is COVID-19 has mostly focused people's attention on talking to their best friend in business, the friend that never lies to you, the friend that doesn't tell you lies and tells you the truth all the time, and that's your numbers. And numbers have come into the surface here again. I'm going to talk to you all about how those numbers are actually going to help you navigate those choppy waters ahead of us. If there's one thing I've learned that's absolutely critical to your business is yes, Make sure you structure your business to make a profit. If you don't structure your business, if you don't do things to actually make a profit at some point, you won't sustain yourself, you won't be able to survive, you won't be able to make an impact. And that's absolutely key. However, having said that, what we're looking at now is what's going to get us through the next few months. And it's going to impact the whole circumstances going to affect your businesses in various shades. And the one thing that we need to get to grips with over the coming weeks and coming months is cash flow. Now, cash flow, you think about your bank statement, it could be very depressed at the moment, it could be very buoyant, and we're talking about making sure there's enough coming into the account, enough going out of the account, to make sure the business stays afloat, and that we're ready to actually take advantage and gear up when things get a little bit uh, less constrictive, less turbulent. Now, if you're sitting at home thinking, okay, remember that's brilliant, we don't have a crystal ball, how on earth can we figure out what's gonna happen? You know, the landscape is uncertain, then how on earth do we go about it? I'm going to talk you through a couple of approaches, a couple of tips to how we can convert the choppy and uncertain landscape, figure out a plan where we're likely to be financially, and then we're in a much stronger position to make some key decisions about what we do with that itself. So fundamentally, cash is what we need to focus on. If the cash flow is there, your business will survive. If the cash flow is not there, there may be things we can do to try and supplement them. But once the cash runs dry, Close the doors, unfortunately, your business will not survive the storms. Now, businesses are going to be affected by this uh, outbreak in a number of ways. Some, it won't touch them in relative terms. It'll be quite a minor impact here because their businesses, your businesses may be trading online. Some of you do face-to-face businesses. You've got service businesses, hospitality. Certainly, as far as the UK is concerned, it's a bit like a ghost town in certain areas here where you've got tumbleweed going around, hospitality sectors on lockdown, there's a knock-on effect in terms of service-based businesses, so it's pretty, pretty squeaky bum time out there. I'm not making light of this here by any stretch of the imagination, but again, what we mustn't do 
is behave like ostriches, stick our heads in the sand, and hopefully something will come out of that. So we need to take a deep breath. We need to try and center ourselves, try and as far as it's possible, get some calmness back into our system, and then grab those numbers by the scruff of the neck. And those numbers are gonna be your best friend. They're gonna be riding shotgun with you as you plow your journey path over the next few weeks. Now you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, Mamu, how on earth did we do that? There's no way that I can predict what's gonna happen over the next few weeks, few months, with any degree of certainty. So what's the point of doing it? And you're dead right. Nobody's talking about financial crystal ball gazing. We're saying we can do the best we can. And there are three things that I'd like us to think in terms of. Number one, let's think about the stuff that we do know. The stuff that we do know with some degree of certainty. So we do know, for example, what customers, what contracts do we still have going on? So in terms of what's likely to come through our pipeline, the businesses that we still are gonna be offering, if it's online, if it's offline, there may be contracts in place, there may be services. Business has not come to a complete standstill for everybody. And again, the activity levels will be fluctuating. So figure out who you're still delivering work for, who you're still providing services for, who you're still making products for. Who are those customers? And based on conversations that you have with them, so yeah, Get off the social media if you need to, talk to them, email them, get a contact, get a dialogue going here and figure out what's needed. Number two, with that is you can figure out what you do know is what's likely to leave your bank account. Good old fashioned costs. So there are certain costs that you're gonna find it very difficult to move away from. Those costs are committed. So typically rent, typically subscriptions that you may have, typically contracts that you've got with leasing companies. You may have a certain minimum level of staff that you have. And I'm gonna to talk to you about what you cut back on towards the end. So those are your commitments. If you're afraid of posh word, finance people call those fixed costs. So even if you have no customers whatsoever, a very depressing thought there, those costs will still be there. So that's pile number one, what you do know. The second thing to consider is what you think you know. So what's actually coming through inquiries, what's coming off your website, what's coming through in terms of people ringing you up, what are those businesses still coming through that are hot leads, inquiries, what's the likelihood based on your conversations, based on your experience, based on your gut, what is likely to translate into some degree of business. And again, typically, I would suggest for the terms of planning to maintain continuity, look at a short time frame of up to six months, ideally, if you think you can, look beyond that time frame. Look at the costs. So if you take on more business, so if you're a restaurateur, you think you're gonna deliver more food to customers, then those costs are likely to go up in terms of the cost of buying in food. That's your second pile. The third pile is the stuff you have no idea about. And with that, don't waste too much gray space, gray matter. Don't overthink it there as well. What you don't know isn't worth thinking about at this stage of the game, and therefore put that to one side. Once you describe what you think is you know, and what you do know is gonna happen, put some numbers with it as well. And consider the value of what comes in and when it's gonna come in, so timing is key. Think about the value of what's gonna leave your business and when it's going to leave. And typically when we construct a cash flow, we answer three questions. How much physical cold hard money coming into your bank account? When does it happen? How often? and at what point in time. Some of these outgoings may be regular, once a month. Some of them may be literally every quarter. The difference between those two things is how much the cash flow will be. So if I'm likely to have a couple of grand, 2,000 pounds coming in in one month, and I'm gonna to have to meet obligations with 3,000 pounds, there's a shortfall of 1,000 pounds. The last couple of things to consider, 
is how much money do you actually have in the bank account to begin with, if anything. Once you take into account how much you start with, you know how much you'll end with. Now, at this stage, don't be scared, don't be frightened, don't start getting anxious. Be realistic, take a deep breath, and plow through that story. Take a step back, go and grab yourself a coffee, have a stiff drink, don't make it too stiff because we've still got a bit of work to be doing. Have a look at your cash flow and you'll see on a month by month basis what your cash position will be. If it's positive, great, bit of comfort there. Make sure you also factor in what you need to draw out of your business to sustain yourself as well. If there's a shortfall and actually you're going to be overdrawn, if it's within your overdraft limits, a bit of a sigh of relief. If it's close to your overdraft limits or it's likely to go over at some point, then don't worry, don't panic. Once you know the pattern of cash flow, this is where the real power comes in. Then you can make decisions. So in one particular month, if the cash is very tight and you've got more going out than coming in, then you can ask and have conversations with yourself, your colleagues, your suppliers and the bank. Are there costs that absolutely can be delayed perhaps without impacting on the business ability? Are there things that you do need to, that you can delay buying? So if there's a piece of equipment you factored in, is it critical to buy it in one month? Can you delay that? Are there different ways to shape the payment? So instead of buying it outright, can you consider potentially renting it, leasing it? Also look to see whether there's any slack. So are there items in there which are really nice to have, but actually they're not critical for your business continuity for the next few months. If you've got bills, obligations to pay, you've got monies owing to the authorities for tax, then you know are there things you can do to contact them and delay the payments of those obligations, those debts? If you've got a shortfall, once you've had those conversations thinking, I can do all these various things like talking to banks, talking to suppliers, and one thing I would emphasize, if you are gonna take any action of a slash and burn, think carefully, and I'll share that with you in a moment or two. Once that's done, You've got a clearer idea of what the future may look like in terms of what you do know, what you think you know, what you don't know is not worth thinking about in the early stages. Make decisions based on that, cutting back, injecting more funds in, looking around to see where those funds are. Do not make decisions until you've actually figured out what the cash plans are. Now, a word, a caveat, a word of warning. When things are turbulent, when things are very uncertain and volatile, there is a tendency to panic, and I understand that. I'm in the same position as a lot of businesses out there. We've lost business. We'll gain it eventually here. But you've got to remember, at some point when the storm clouds pass and things become a little bit more established and calmer, your business still needs to be there and solid, fit for purpose to continue. So when you slash and burn, potentially cutting back on marketing, cutting back on training, cutting back on investments, ask yourself a question, does that mean it's going to impact on the future prosperity of my business? You may find items in there, by the way, that you're overbuying you don't actually need. So it's a good housekeeping exercise. Now, fundamentally, everyone, don't look at this business finance discipline purely just because we've got a viral outbreak around the world and it's impacting businesses like a very bad cold. Look at it as a business discipline that should continue irrespective. Your numbers are there, your best friend. In times of calamity and fear, in times of calm and in times of prosperity, your numbers will always be your best friend to guide you for whatever path you've got. This is Mahmood here, wishing you well, wishing you fortitude, grab those numbers, make them work for you, tell that business story here. If you like the past cup podcast, which I hope you do, guys, give it a share, give it a thumbs up. If you think people will benefit from this, share away. 
If there are any thoughts you've got on the show, obviously I'm more than happy to hear those brick bats and all. Apologies if it's not quite the polished version, but you know, the content's there. Check out the website. We've got some tools, resources here. We've got some tips to help you. So we've got you covered. Keep it going. Hold your nerve. Carry on. And I'll speak to you guys next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode and appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. We hope you got some value. If you did, then we'd love it if you shared the episode. We look forward to you joining us next week for another I Hate Numbers episode.